We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this morning. On this Saturday, I am Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And I am uh, Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky. And yes, we are back home here in Athens, Illinois. Uh, And this is Wrestling Wrestling with with the Basics. basics. Yeah, we've got a little time delay, don't we? It's kind of hard because Matt's somewhere off in St. Louis, and I'm here on the other side, and we've got Stephanie doing her job trying to to get us together there in St. Louis, and uh, I know there's like a little lag sometimes, but uh, hopefully, Matt, maybe, maybe if the Lord provides, we can be back in studio doing things the normal way, Uh, but I have something. Can I share something right right from the start here, Matt? Please do. It's been hard. It's been hard. You talked about that last week. This this coronavirus is wearing on people. And as we record this, we don't know. We 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 don't know where people are going to be at or what's going on. So I, I had a calendar of of kind of uh, um, good thoughts. What am I trying to say, Matt? Uh, words of wisdom. And of course, I wasn't able to use the calendar at all because it was here and I was stranded in Florida. And so as I was going over the various sheets, there's some things that I that I, I, I thought these were things worth sharing with people. Can I share some of them with you? Is oh, that right, do. Matt? We need right, some, some wisdom. words of wisdom, you know, and, and these difficult times. So Matt, if you put things off till the last minute, they only take a minute to do. So do you ever think about that? <laughs> words of wisdom huh john words of wisdom. yeah so if you put them off the last minute then it'll only take a minute uh, like it or not. that's right this this one tickled me because this applies to me I, I thought this could be a you know the kind of the phrase that defines my life don't be afraid to fail matt you're already super good at it <laughs> oh. So there, I'm thinking, well, of course. Why am I fearful? I said, I can, I can, there's nothing to fail in. I, I do that all the time. Okay. Uh, you want an Earth? I've got an Earth Day one here. It's a little late, I know, but you want an Earth Day okay. one? Sure. Let's and you'll hear appreciate it. this, Pat. You'll appreciate this, Pat. Take care of the Earth. It's the only planet with pizza. Huh? If that is not reason enough to be environmentally friendly, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I, I don't know. And I just let Earth Day pass by. I didn't even celebrate it. I'm thinking, well, and this is the only place we have. And here's one I think that is particularly appropriate for our per, per present circumstances. So are you ready for this one? All right. Lay it on us, man. <sighs> love isn't all you need. Have you ever tried using a roll of love in the bathroom? There you go. <laughs> So those are the words of wisdom I missed while I was in Florida. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe it was just as well. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken, John. Love oh, is man. not all that you need. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How are you doing for toilet paper, Matt? You doing okay? 
we're doing all right. Now we, uh, you mentioned last week going to Costco and, and buying in bulk. And, uh, we, we have this, this thing with Amazon where it just comes to our house automatically. So we just, every oh, month we get this toilet paper delivered. So we never buy it in the store. And so we just, uh, we're just letting that roll and, uh, Get that letting it roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> to and because now I heard that Amazon wasn't that sometimes they weren't able to fulfill that. So you're still getting Uh-oh. your monthly. Are you serious? Uh oh. Well, yeah, Uh-oh. that's what I heard that they had run out, and so even though you ordered it, but you, apparently you you're okay. But we're just taking it one roll at a time, John. One roll at a time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Again, another I, word of wisdom. Another from, word. From last week's episode. That's right. Just. Don't worry about being in control. Just take it a roll at a time. <laughs> so 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 far we we are not out. That's all I know. Um, yeah, I don't know when our next delivery is slated, and uh, I hope it gets here. We'll see what happens. Really? Oh man, are you running low? Because I'm telling you, <laughs> odds are it's not going to be here on time. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we? <laughs> We might need to take a drive over to New Athens. I hear that there's a yeah. a, a jolly pastor yeah, you, there you, who's got a stock. You can make your drive over here, but our doors are going to be locked, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the story. You remember? You remember that the ant that was working and you know he was saving all of his stuff and what is it? The squirrel? That, no, it's not the squirrel. It's the rabbit, isn't it? That's running around. And I don't know. Not worried about saving. Hey, we we bought our stuff before the coronavirus started, and we didn't hoard it. We just we were prepared. <laughs> All right, enough. We got to get to do something actually worthwhile here, and and and, and what we're going to do is a total change from what we just did, Matt. Um, okay, trying to have That's a sense of humor, good. but but you know this is a difficult time as you were you were talking about last week. In fact, I'm going to ask you a question that you can't answer. Because, uh, um, you know, in, in Illinois, the governor said May 30th, things are shut down. It's already done. The decision has been made. Uh, what's going on in Missouri? So you guys going to be able to worship? You going to be able to have church? Or do you have any idea at this point? That is the big question. I just had a, uh, a Zoom meeting with the area Lutheran pastors in our circuit. And uh, that's that's what's on everyone's mind. Uh, well, the state of Missouri, it sounds like they're going to open up uh relatively soon. Uh, However, um, the city of St. Louis might be a different story. It might be a little longer. Ah. So our church is in St. Louis, so we'll be following those guidelines given. Uh, So we shall see. That's that's what we're wondering about. And then when we come back, is it in smaller groups initially, or is it everyone at once, come on, come on over and let's celebrate and give thanks. And how is that going to work? How is gathering together at the Lord's house going to work? So uh, we are that's that's what's on our minds. Yep. And I, I, I think you know, I heard the Missouri governor say that they were going to allow people to go back to worship. But I would suspect you're right. You'll still have to have the uh, uh, distancing, you know, however you're going to pull that off. Uh, uh, but I didn't think about that. It could very well be because, you know, the 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 city area is where there's a greater concentration of uh, uh, the coronavirus, and yeah, so they, the city might not, uh, uh, but anyway, in Illinois, we're, we're shut down May 30th, and and the, and the pastors are getting cranky. Are the pastors getting cranky in Missouri? They're crankier than usual, John. So are you sending letters to your governor or anything like that? Um, well, you know, I think that, 
it's tough because, you know, this is, I think part of the question is too, you know, how do we get the civil authorities, but how do we also show love of neighbor? And especially yeah. during this time of pandemic, what's the best way to, to show that love and concern? Um, Cause I, I don't see this necessarily as a, a religious liberty issue. Uh, it's not as though the government is just focusing on churches and saying you can't worship. It's, it's, it's everyone. It's really a community wide uh, issue. Uh, but but boy, personally though, John, yeah, I'm I'm longing to gather together, and I know folks are longing for the Lord's Supper, and and uh, boy, just uh, to be in community. Well, and and so the three uh, uh, district presidents uh, in, in uh, Illinois, we got Southern, Central, and and Northern. Uh, they all sent a letter to the uh, Illinois governor. I, I think the concern is is that uh, church was not listed as a uh, uh, what, what's the term? Is it essential? What, what's the word they're using? Oh, yeah, yeah. The essential or non-essential businesses yeah. And, and, yeah. and places, yeah. So kind of resenting that we weren't listed amongst the essential. Uh, um, as far as I know, again, we record this weeks in advance, but uh, there was no response given to that. And I know a lot of the clergy are saying, well, maybe we need to go ahead. And, and again, like you said, not, not just calling everybody in. Uh, but doing it with uh, respecting distances and, and uh, when people leave, going in and, and uh, sanitizing and, you know, doing the disinfectant before the next group comes in. Um, and and, I, and I'm with you. I, I, I don't have an opinion about that because there's a tension there between uh, Fourth Commandment being obedient to the government. And, and yet I also understand the desires of these pastors. We we worship requires people to be together where two or more are gathered. Yeah. Uh, you, you cannot do the Lord's Supper over the Internet. You, you have to be there. You have to hand it and say, eat and drink. Um, but here's the thought I had. OK, Matt. So we're getting all upset about the governor and about the government not allowing us to do this. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe who we really ought to be upset with is God. <laughs> Um, go straight you know, to the top. Is that what you're saying, John? Go straight to the top. That's all right, man. Straight to the top. Um, you know, I, I'm on the sidelines. I know that. I'm retired. I had a heart attack on top of it. So I'm not, I don't have to do anything. Just talk to you. Uh, and um, and it just surprised me that people were getting more upset and angry earlier. Because, my goodness, Matt, we had the holiest year, and we weren't able to do the Lord's Supper. And that's like, the, why would you celebrate Easter except to have the Lord's Supper, <laughs> right? It kind of takes the whole fun out of it, even though you can still look for eggs <laughs> and have chocolate bunnies. But <laughs> uh, um, so, so here's the point I want to make. And I actually made it a few weeks ago, but I, no one was listening. That's what frustrates me. No. <laughs> because I'm You don't know that, John. We, well, I don't know. I haven't seen any. Cause I, I'm not hearing that message that we ought to be asking God, because this is, this is what God has done. Uh, um, let me just, can I share a couple of passages with you, Matt? Yeah, please do. So, so here's the passage we had a couple of weeks ago, 1 Corinthians 11. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. And we shared with you our quote from uh, the, the, the Lutheran 
uh, articles of what you're supposed to teach people back there in Saxony in the time of the Reformation. And they said, you got to teach people that tribulation comes from God. That, that's who sends it. First Peter 4.17, for it, it, it is the time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? So, no, we're not going to avoid this. This, this discipline, this, this falls upon us. Uh, that same passage, First uh, Peter 4, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to us. And I do, I get that impression that people are thinking, why do we have the coronavirus? Why can't we have church services? Why is this going on? I think, well, you shouldn't be surprised at that. Uh, actually, Peter says, rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Matt, you got your Bible there? Yeah. Matt, you want to look up Hebrews 12, verses 5? You bet. And while you're doing that, I'll just share with you a couple more passages so, okay, so you know I'm not making this up. That's what I figured. People thought, you're just making that stuff up about the Lord being the cause of tribulations. But Job 5.17 says, Behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves. Therefore, despise not the discipline, then again, of the Almighty. Uh, have you got the passage there, Hebrews 12? Yeah, yeah, I sure do. Hebrews 12, what verse? Right. Uh, verse 5. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. Keep reading. Oh, for the Lord disciplines those he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. For it is for discipline that you have to endure. For God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? And if you are left without discipline in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we've all had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For at the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And, and you know what's, what's really interesting, Matt? So I did a little study on that verse there in Hebrews 12 about the Lord disciplining those whom he loves. And, 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 and actually, that author of Hebrews is quoting a whole bunch of other Bible passages. It says the same thing in Deuteronomy 8, Psalm 94, Psalm 119, Proverbs 3, Jeremiah 10. This is a theme that you find throughout the scripture, that we get disciplined. Uh, in fact, let me sum it up with what it says in Revelation 3.19. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. And, and that's what concerns me. Uh, it just seems like, oh, well, okay, so we can't have communion, we can't worship. That's okay. Science will come and find a vaccine and everything will be hunky-dory. And I'm thinking, are you not listening? <laughs> the Bible clearly says that times like this are a thing that comes from God. It doesn't come from the governor. Uh, it's not going to be solved by science. Uh, this is a discipline, a chastisement that comes from the Lord. And what we're supposed to be doing is repenting. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. 
for just a few minutes, Matt. If the church is to repent, what do you, what do you think the church needs to be repenting of? Well, I mean, I think I would start with the Ten Commandments for starters. Just go That's down the list. And how yeah. have we broken those commands as individuals? But how is the church, uh, the, the body of believers, how have we fallen short of those commands too? Because we certainly have. Well, you want to be more specific about that, Matt? I don't mean to press you, but because I think that's the problem. I, I think we're saying, well, we're okay. We're good. We don't really need to repent. Uh, so so what, what are the ways that we have broken those commandments? Yeah, well, I, again, I, I again, I would use the, the Ten Commandments then and just work our way down. And, you know, for the church at large, you know, Commandment 1, no other gods. Um, have we made... Uh, other things, gods, uh, put them above the one true God in, in the church. You know, has the building become a God? <laughs> has uh, our, uh, our our voters assembly become the God that we follow? Um, are there things that we're putting as a church, as the kind of the corporate church uh, above God himself? And if so, we need to repent of that. Um, you know, are we you know, hallowing his name? Are we what, John? I was going to say the whole thing you, you mentioned, the corporate church, I, yeah. I, I know that is a thing that, that, that bothers me. Uh, one of the things that was, was great about our particular church body, uh, and, and again, we've come out in the open, we, we're not only Lutherans, but we actually acknowledge we're a Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, we don't hide that fact. I hope it doesn't bother anybody that's listening to us. But yes, yes, Matt and I are both Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod members, but but you know, I, I, it's and maybe I'm being romantic, but see that's we didn't want to be a corporation, we wanted to be a synod, and, and what is a synod except a bunch of Christians who share a common core faith, and therefore you don't need a lot of structure, you don't need a lot of organization, you, you need supervisors. That's true because there's always crazy people like John and Matt that need to be. You know, held in check, brought in line. But but you don't need, you, you just need a place to train people, to teach them to be teachers and pastors. And then you need to, to take money and send out people to make congregations and churches where there aren't congregations and churches. You really shouldn't require a big corporate. But we are now. We are an enormous. We are a billion-dollar corporation. And I, I wonder about that sometimes. I wonder if, if we're pleasing the Lord with all of that. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I, I worry about. Uh, but, anything hey, else that I, you yeah. worry about? Go well, I mean, there. along those lines, I think again, you know, that, that happens in the local congregation too. There's that temptation. You know, oh. I've, I've heard people say, pastor, uh, we just need to run this place like a business. That's all we got to do. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. And, and wait a second, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh, and certainly, yeah, you, you need some business acumen, I guess. And I thank God for, uh, accountants in our congregation and attorneys and others who can give guidance and, and see to those practical things, super important. Uh, but yet, uh, no, the church is not just another organization. It's not a business. It's not uh, the Rotary Club. It's, it's, it's centered in Jesus Christ. It, we have the office of the keys to, to forgive. Um, it, it's, it's unique. It's unique among any other organization, any other group of people. Uh, so when we make it something other than that, other than the people of God gathered around word and sacrament centered in Jesus Christ. Well, wait a second then. Yeah, we need to repent of that. And I think, again, that that's, uh, you know, primarily perhaps a first commandment issue. 
So any other any other things you want to grumble and complain about, Matt? <laughs> Here's your chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I I, I think we could just uh, we could go down the list of commandments. You know, the fifth commandment: you shall not murder. You know, uh, as a church, you know, certainly we're not going around murdering people, but uh, we also think of the flip side of that that we need to uh, care for and love our neighbor in his body. Um, how do we do that? So I think this, whether we meet now in person or not during a pandemic is not just a fourth commandment issue, as you brought up, but also a fifth commandment issue. How can we best love and serve our neighbor in his body? Is it by meeting together in person or is it for a time uh, still worshiping, but just not in person and perhaps online using the gifts that God has given there, like KFUO radio uh, and other means? So I, I think, you know, again, we just go down the line and, and think through those things. So, so, and, and we could do this for quite, because again, it's a call to repent. And, and there's a lot of things. I, I guess if I were to add one thing, it would be back to the first commandment that I, in, in my own personal life, I don't find myself trusting God the way I should. Uh, and yet he has provided for me. I could tell you miracle after miracle, how he took care of Lynn and I when we were stranded down there in Florida. And yet I'm still worried that I'm going to walk into some store and get the coronavirus and die. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Lord delivered me from a heart attack. I think he can take care of them. Not that we should be foolish, not that we tempt the Lord. But, yeah, for me, the big repentance would be. But here's the thing. So how does God give a person faith? He just has to keep putting the pressure on him, right? <laughs> if, if everything goes hunky-dory, then, then I don't need any faith at all. And, and then I'm falling back in my old simple ways. I, I do real quick, though, before we're done here, there's a couple of things that I, I discovered as I was researching this whole thing about the Lord's discipline and the chastisement. I want to share them real quick if I could, Matt. Do, do yep. you realize that there's a total different word in the Bible for punishment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I yeah, did not yeah, realize I, I, that. I think I know where you're going with this, but yes, yeah, this is not the word that's used there. This word is specifically discipline, like in Hebrews, where we just read, right, John? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it means, and, and you're not going to like it. That's what he says. Nobody likes it at the time. Nope. But no, it, it's always meant out of love. It's always meant for good. It stands in contrast, for example, to Matthew 25, where Jesus says, and these will go away into eternal punishment yeah. for the righteous into eternal life. And the word there in the Greek is not the same word. It's not the word chastise, discipline. Uh, no, it's a totally different word. Uh, and what really, that, that word for punishment, I think it's interesting, it's only used two places in the Bible. It's used in that final judgment scene, and it's also found in 1 John four eighteen, where we are told, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with, and again, it's the punishment word. Not, not the discipline word, not the chastisement word, but the punishment word. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And see, that's, that's the thing. I, I let everybody know. Let me remember what we're going through. This is not a punishment. Not at all. No, no, no. Chastisement, discipline, well-deserved because we're sinners. Absolutely. But this is not the punishment. And, and, and you know what's neat is that uh, this is what else it says in Hebrews chapter 5. Uh, in the days of his flesh. Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And guess what the word there is? 
It's that, that word discipline. That's word, that chastisement. And it goes on to say, in being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. So we don't need to worry. We don't need to worry about punishment because we're just being disciplined the same way Jesus was disciplined. See, that's what happens to a son. It happened to the son, Jesus Christ. The only difference is Jesus did it so that you and I would not have to have that fear that John talks about. So that we would know there there will be no punishment for you and me. Uh, um, no, no, in Christ, we, we will have eternal salvation. That's what that's what we're promised. Uh, well, man, I'm looking at my clock, and I think we're done, aren't we? How, how far does the, how long does this show go? Well, I, I <laughs> didn't use my clock hours? because last last episode it started beeping. I know, I know. Twenty four thirty, I do believe is our our time, isn't it? Are you there, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Twenty three thirty, I think, is when we want to cut off. But all right, then we need to stop right now. This has <laughs> okay, been. <Jeff. laughs> this has been. Wrestling, wrestling with the basics. With the basics. <laughs>